All right. Well, welcome back to Revelations Through Conversations this season from college to calling. And I am Jessica Gonder, and I am sitting here with my boy, my dog, Jalen Houston. Welcome. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. It's good to have you here. Um, So we're about to shoot episode four from college to calling to talk about the transition between graduating college and stepping into adulthood. And so, Jalen, we're just going to talk about what your life was like during that time. But first and foremost, tell me a little bit about how we know each other. Tell the people how we know each other. Before I get started, though, I do want to say, like, this is great. I'm glad that you're doing this. Thank you. Uh, A lot of undergraduates, graduates don't talk about this enough. Yeah. You know, some individuals are granted a job Mm -hmm. in a new city, granted a high salary job, and then you have those who are kind of just lost, Mm -hmm. or not necessarily lost, but waiting on God to do something. So uh, I think it's great that you're doing this, and I hope that, you know, the Holy Spirit can move and uh, touch other, you know, other individuals who are kind of living in that same moment right now. Facts. Big facts. But uh, (laughs) we met through hiking. Yeah, hiking. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Yes. You even got your cap on. Yes, yes. Uh, we met through hiking maybe two years ago. Yep, 2020. And ever since then, it's just been a, a great, you know, friendship, great mm-hmm. fellowship. Uh, I look at you as a sister. Yeah. Uh, my sister in Christ. Amen. You know, I can call you about anything. You can call me about anything. And uh, that is how we know each other. And since then, it's just been maybe every other Saturday that yeah. we hike together or even just a random phone call. So. Or just have a little, like, what is it? A, we go out and, like, do other random things around Huntsville as yes. well when they have things. Because, you yes. know, Huntsville is growing, but it's <laughs> it's a struggle to find something that we can do here. For sure. Um, but, yeah. Okay. So, that's how we know each other. But now, talk to me about what college was like for you. What did you study? Were you active? Like, what was college like for you? Mm. college was I like to explain it as a transition from a young man to a man Mm, okay Uh, you know when you go into college you still have that little boy mindset Mm -hmm. but uh, you know I had an individual once tell me that if A&M doesn't do anything for you it is going to put you in situations Mm. that will uh, you know equip you into the man that you are to this day Mm -hmm. and you know I, I went through it uh, granted, I went to school with computer science mm-hmm. uh, as my degree at first. And, you know, after coding and doing C++, mm-hmm. it was very stressful. And yeah. I began to ask myself, is this what I really want to do? Mm-hmm. And granted, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And, you know, that summer I was at the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, you know, I would be a teacher or or something within that nature. But... You know, I changed my major from computer science to elementary education. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy transition. Mm-hmm. But after doing that and doing the general classes, I said, no, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So then I went back to computer science. Mm-hmm. So then I maybe took one semester and I decided, you know what? I don't want to do this either. Wow. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love I love money. I loved money at that time. Mm-hmm. Now I have a different perspective about it. But... Then I thought I wanted to do finance. Mm-hmm. So I went from computer science to finance. Mm-hmm. So all these crazy transitions. And one semester, I had to stay home. Mm-hmm. So when I was at home, I, I was praying heavily because, you know, it, it got so bad that I broke out all over. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So then I went to my mom and she said, you need to go to the doctor. And he told me that you're stressed. 
He said, you're extremely stressed. And if you don't learn to control what's going on around you or internally, you're going to have a breakdown. Mm. So I said, okay, great, great. So I finally, at that point, submitted to God Mm -hmm. because I was doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. I was kind of, you know, designing that course, but come to find out, I prayed about it. And then the next morning, my mom came to me and, you know, she was crying. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why are you crying? Mm-hmm. She said, have you ever thought about business administration? Mm-hmm. And I said, no. Why? She was like, you can just do so much with it and you're so versatile. So yeah. I think that that would be great for you. Mm-hmm. And it was also at that moment that I did discover my purpose. Mm-hmm. So when I discovered that. That's when I got on the right track. And then, you know, even up until that point, I was so introverted. Mm-hmm. So college was ex- extremely tough because I'm very observant and I don't like to just go and build friendships. Like I want to pick that person out before, you know, I yeah. allow them into my world. Yeah. So I was always in my dorm. Mm-hmm. I, I never left wow. unless my roommate need to go somewhere mm-hmm. or some other guys down uh, the hallway want to go somewhere. But to sum it all up. College was, it was, it was an experiment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was, I, I'm glad that I got the full experience, but I, I would say that it was up and down. Yeah, up and down. It was up and down. Yeah. But, you know, overall, I'm, I'm grateful for that and whatever A&M taught me at that moment. Yeah. And so you time. went to Alabama A&M. Alabama well. A&M, the greatest college ever. Oh, yeah. To me. Go Bulldogs. To me, go Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, so what, I know you talked a little bit about what your social life was like, but, like, can you talk a little bit more about that when you were in college? Like, what did that look like? I know you said you were introverted, but kind of flesh it out a little bit. It was... Again, it was introverted, but I, I had to tell myself that if I'm, if I'm going to get college, the whole experience, mm-hmm. I need to go out and find friends. Yeah. So I prayed about that. I said, mm-hmm. okay, Holy Spirit, you know I'm introverted, but I want you to send like-minded individuals, Christ-minded individuals my way so that I can have a fellowship with them. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, the pastor, Pastor uh, Tim of The Rock, mm-hmm. he reached out to me. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, I, I don't know you, but I, I want you to, you know, be the president over the Bible study. Mm. And I said, uh, I don't know about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I went, thought, I thought back to my prayer and I was like, OK, God, this is definitely you telling mm-hmm. me something. Because, you know, I would always see, you know, these these guys go into this room in the library and they would be there for hours oh, wow. while I was studying. And I'm like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So all that came together. And, you know, after that college was, it, it, it allowed me to become more outgoing. Okay. It, it allowed me to become more outgoing. And, you know, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And so that room that those guys would go into in the library. Was that the Bible study that Ryan and you were yes. part of? Okay, so that's how y'all met, that's right? That's where I first met Ryan. And yeah. y'all were like dogs to this <laughs> that's day. That's my best friend, my brother, for sure. Wow, that's crazy. So how long has it been since, like, how long have y'all been friends? Ryan and have have been friends for three years. Three years, man. That's three crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, whenever me and Ryan, like, when we talk about it, he's like, yeah, that's my dog. Like, that is my best friend. Yeah. But let's get a little deeper, too. So mm. that's college. Now, talk about what it was like after college, trying to find a job, social life, all of that. What was that like? And when did you graduate exactly? I graduated December 2020. 
December 2020. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you did. Because I don't know why, but I thought it was December 2019. But that, that was, was Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. But you read, Okay. So, yeah. What was all of that like? 2020. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, 2020, at the start of it, mm-hmm. uh, at that time, of course, I was outgoing. I, I was being... I was in my degree now. Mm-hmm. I was taking my degree classes, so I was enjoying the international classes. Mm-hmm. But 2020 was a year. I think it was a year yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Uh, and not just myself. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, to know that I wasn't the only one going through that. Mm-hmm. But college shut down. Yeah. So, like, now we were doing Zoom classes. It was tough because... The teacher could only do so much. They couldn't meet with you outside of class anymore. Mm-hmm. It was extremely tough. But after graduating, that was up and down because I had to move back home. Yeah. And I didn't want to. Yeah. Retweet. Because I didn't want to look like a failure. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Let's pause there. Because, like, why, why do we equate moving back in with our parents as, like, a step backwards instead of a step forward? Because I don't know why. Um, but I know when I moved into my parents' house, like they were like my family, they were like, yeah, <laughs> you know, when are you going to move out? Like, I'm like, I'm only 20, 22. Right. And so like, I, I don't know, there's a stigma behind it. Like after you turn 18, you can't go back to your parents' house. Like, why is that a narrative? Like, I feel like it, it shouldn't be like that. So I'm, a, I'm going to attack this from two perspectives. Okay. First perspective is I'm grateful mm-hmm. that I have unconditional loving parents mm-hmm. uh, you know some parents are just like no you you need to go find your own place mm-hmm. you need to get you a job as soon as possible mm-hmm. you can't be back here but I was grateful for that but I think that that I think that what it is is I think that honestly this may sound cliche is mm-hmm. but social media mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah social media plays a vital role in the way that our generation thinks mm-hmm. you know as I said, you know, those who are granted that job, but, you know, it's like they're moving to Houston and then, you know, you get on social media and you see them holding their keys. Yeah, up, by, right. First time holding on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's like, okay, that's good. But, you know, you, you did all that just to, you know, post on the gram. Yeah. But I, I think that that's, that's what social media has done. And it's not... Listen, to those out there, it's not the worst thing ever. Yeah. It's actually a blessing within itself because you're able to come back home. You really don't have to worry about what you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about paying any bills. <laughs> right, right, right. You're saving. You're, you're saving. saving. Yeah. You're, you're saving. Your and honestly, if you have that opportunity, take advantage of it. I mm-hmm. did not take advantage of it. Yeah. I was still spending, 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 mm-hmm. yes. you know, yeah. and my mom was like, are you saving up money? And I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Like, no, yeah. I'm not saving up any money. I'm buying me some new J's. What are you talking about? Hello, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so, like, really take advantage of that and, and learn to not lean to social media for everything. Yeah. And uh, this isn't saying, like, don't celebrate, like, when you have that achievement. Like, if yes. you do buy a house for the first time, like, celebrate that. You can post that on yes. social media. Yes. But we're speaking to people looking or onlookers like oh it looks like they have their life all together meanwhile i'm still trying to figure it out that's when the thief of joy and comparison will come in and literally like shred you to pieces yes he will so yeah no that's that's true social media is it's a gift but at the same time like if you're not careful it can it can be overwhelming it can hinder you yeah you can allow that to consume you and then now you find yourself living in that new apartment Mm -hmm. closed off yeah 
facing silent battles mm-hmm. that no one knows. Yeah. They only see, you know, you and the designer, et cetera. Period. You know, yeah. and listen, nothing is wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. But like don't don't allow that to consume you because it will consume you and, and that is a very dark place yeah. to be in life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another reason a lot of people like get discouraged like when they move back home after graduating is be too is because too like older the older generation they'll mm. be like why like you you got your degree you know you you graduated mm. why are you not out out of your parents house yet but yes. we live inflation ain't no joke hello come on talk about it well i'm telling you <laughs> so like i'm telling you when i was looking for apartments after i graduated rent had boosted up to like eight hundred dollars per month i probably like more than that now mm. and i mean i live in an apartment i'm not trying to tell you all my business and how much i pay for rent but sure. at the same token it's a lot more than what it was back then i remember yes. talking to my mom she was like oh like when i was paying for rent it was like 500 dollars per month baby i wish it were <laughs> i wish it were granted i, I was the the semester at we're well, not gonna say the semester after i graduated but right after i graduated i was still staying in the hospital place mm-hmm. for those who don't know what hospital place is it is I don't like to use the term the ghetto. Oh my goodness! But it, it it's it's different. It's, mm-hmm. it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were paying six hundred dollars, and it was God. four of us staying mm-hmm. inside the apartment. And and, and, and and I didn't get it because I'm like, okay, so why can't we just divide six hundred from four and we mm-hmm. all pay one fifty? But as you said, inflation. Mm-hmm. It ain't no joke. Because after COVID came, mm-hmm. they went up in rent. Mm-hmm. Again. And I'm like, you know what? This is my cue to leave. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So I, I stopped you so we could talk a little bit about that. But you said you had moved back into your parents' house. You were discouraged. Continue. I was extremely discouraged mm-hmm. because, again, I, seen, I, I, I felt that I was a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still working at the Boys and Girls Club. So granted, I was blessed that... You know, I was able to transition from Huntsville back to Athens. Mm-hmm. So now I'm working there and I'm now learning to want what God has for me. Mm. It took me a long time to get there, mm-hmm. but I am so happy that I have arrived and I'm still learning to master that. Mm-hmm. But I arrived to that point and it was after I Gave it all to him. I'm like, okay, Father God, I graduated from a great university. Mm-hmm. Where's my job? Mm-hmm. I can't, I, you know, I don't, it's, I, there's nothing wrong with working at the Boys and Girls Club, but I want what you have for me mm-hmm. because it's, it, it's, it's in my mind. Like you put it in my heart that yes, Jalen, I, I want something better for you, but you have to want what I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and at that time I was also reading uh, the Jabez prayer. Mm-hmm. It was a devotional that my grandfather gave me. Mm-hmm. And in that, it said the secret to abundance is wanting what God has for you. Mm-hmm. I assumed that abundance was, you know, the money, mm-hmm. the cars, the clothes, the clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how they go. And mm-hmm. it was after that. I was like, okay, Father God, I want what you have for me. Mm-hmm. After that. My mom came to me about a job offer. Mm-hmm. She says, I, uh, I met this, your, your father met this young lady at Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about a job. Mm-hmm. And he knew that I wanted a job. 
And she was like, so what is your son doing? And he was like, well, he just moved back home, you know. And she was like, do he want a job? And he was like, yeah, let me get your number. Of course he needs the job, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's when the bank appeared. Mm-hmm. That uh, The bank appeared. I, I never saw myself working at the bank mm-hmm. ever. But the bank appeared. I started there. And it, and it, it amazes me that after that, things started to flow perfectly. Mm-hmm. Because even... You know, we just discussed it. I, too, was caught up in that social media mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm. That's honestly why my spirits were so down. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, y'all getting, you getting a job. Or, you know, you got this job. So, like, where's my job? Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, we, you know, we try to live through others. Or not necessarily live through others. But we find ourselves living a life that mm-hmm. is pretty much a, a fib. Yeah. You know? And, but, again, working there and living at home Honestly, was the best thing ever because after that is when everything started to change for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said everything was starting to change. So what? 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 Name some of those things. Change. Because you're not there anymore. You're not at the bank anymore. No, I'm not. Where are you now? Uh, I work uh, f- for NASA. Oh, period. I work for NASA. Okay, okay. So <laughs> how did that happen? God. God. But God. God. Amen. God, because Amen. you know. Uh, my mentor, mm-hmm. mentor, his name is Gary. Um, mm-hmm. He was already working on the Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And we met Gary through, or I met Gary through Bible study. Mm-hmm. He attends The Rock. Okay. So he was the youth leader at that time at A&M. Mm-hmm. So I've known him for three years. And I'm just like, okay, why haven't I reached out to Gary about a job? Mm-hmm. So I reached out to Gary. And, you know, he was like, yeah, hey, you know, send over your resume. He said, I'm, I'm going to be looking around for you. And, you know, he told me that, listen, I don't want you to get discouraged if I can't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, you know, you want what God has for you because man will let you down, yeah. you know. And a lot of times we put our trust in man. Mm-hmm. But Gary had called me. This is five months after I had asked him for it. Mm-hmm. I was at work. And at that point, I, I was learning to, I was learning to fall in love mm-hmm. with where I was. Mm-hmm. And he called me. He was like, "Hey, so I got a job." And I'm like, "A job? Where?" He was like, "It's it's for NASA." And he was like, "You know, my wife is, you know, she works out there, and you know, they're accepting recent graduates." And I said, "Okay, great." And the way that that fell through was, I didn't even have to apply. Mm. For that job. My God. You know? Yeah. And that was my dream job. Mm-hmm. My dream job was to work at NASA on the Arsenal so that I could save up and invest into the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. And that's how that job came about. And, and I thought about that because it was, I felt that was a secret to abundance. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, God is here to give us life and give it mm-hmm. to us more abundantly. Amen. Yeah. You know, but, you know, we have not because we ask not. Oh, period. And you better I, have faith. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I didn't ask him. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, at that time I was just, I was so down with where I was that I never asked him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, 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 it amazes me how, you know, if we just learn to let go. Mm-hmm. You know, that the Holy Spirit can intervene and just take over that's, and he'll blow your mind. That's good. That's yeah. really good. So I know this is what you do career wise, but, you know, as some of the conversations I've had with Victoria, Ryan, and kind of like 
things that I talked about, we do have extracurricular stuff that we're really into and other things that we're passionate about as well. So talk a little bit about like you have your career, right? Mm -hmm. But what else are you passionate about? I'm now living, I'm now learning to live a purposeful life. Okay. Uh, I actually was just watching an interview with uh, Steve Lacey. Mm-hmm. And he said that, you know, I just want to exist. Mm. Oh. And I said, no, brother, mm. no. Like, oh. you know, I, I don't just want to exist. Mm-hmm. I think that we're, we're here to glorify God mm-hmm. with our God-given purpose. Amen. And I think that it's important that we identify that. Because if you if if you don't identify that, then you're going to live a life where it's just it's temporary satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Again, these materialistic things that bring you temporary satisfaction. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning to live a purposeful life, mm-hmm. you know. And my purpose is my purpose is mm-hmm. to travel. It's to travel the world, helping and healing people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I am learning to you know, build different things around that purpose so mm-hmm. that I can glorify him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I'm doing now, even with the hiking. Yeah. So talk about that. The hiking. To so talk, talk, it, do it, your shameless plug. Like, tell us <laughs> a little bit about what you got going on. So listen, so hiking, I have a hiking brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is called True Roots. True Roots. Yes, True Roots. It is a outdoor trademark that uh, embodies the most salutary state of mind in nature. Mm. So it's granting humanity peace of mind. Mm. The first time I went hiking was with Ryan. Yeah. Uh, we went hiking and when we were out there, a young lady asked us to uh, find something out here in nature that you symbolize. Mm. Oh. And um, everybody had their own answer. They said the sun, they said the sky, they said the ground, but I said trees. Okay. I said trees. I said trees because, you know, trees are rooted. They have a sound, a solid foundation. That's a word. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. They they have a solid foundation. And like, no matter what catastrophic event comes, mm-hmm. a tornado, a hurricane, trees are always going to be there. Mm. They may bend. They may crack in half. But they're still rooted. That's good. Yeah. And that's how I came up with the name True Roots. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I love hiking. It, yeah. It's it's a great fellowship. I feel like it's a ministry within itself, you know, where, you know, we have genuine individuals who are able to open up to one another after mm-hmm. a long week of working. Yeah. And just have a great fellowship. Yeah. And have a good workout, too. Great workout. Now, but when he said he loved hiking, <laughs> listen, he'd be trying to get us to go hiking at all different times, the temperatures and stuff like that. At negative five degrees, he's like, y'all want to go hiking? Boy, it's yeah. cold outside. Listen, hey, level up. Throw on a Swiss shirt. Throw on a Patagonia. Mm-mm. Like, you know, let's go. If I got to do all that, I'll stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's 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 genuinely, like, it's beautiful. Because mm-hmm. honestly, truly, you, you've you had people reach out to you yes. and ask, like, hey, like. Let's go hiking. Let's go hiking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So what what's your Instagram handle so people can follow you? <laughs> uh, my Instagram handle is at hike with true roots period y'all go follow him shameless plug but yeah well that's i mean Jalen. i've only known you for two years bro and i feel like i've known you like forever forever like you are my brother for real (laughs) and so um with that being said we're about to wrap up this episode but i want to ask you like i've been asking everybody else what is your biggest takeaway from everything that you 
you've learned, endured, everything that God has taught you during that season, what is your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway is to make sure that you have a solid foundation mm. in Jesus Christ. You better. Yes. You must have a solid foundation in Jesus Christ because one thing that I've learned is that life is your greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. But when you go through certain situations, don't just go through them. Mm. Grow through them. Ooh. It's mm -hmm. important that you grow through them because, you know, as Jonathan McReynolds said, the devil learns from your mistakes mm -hmm. even if you don't. Mm -hmm. And that's how he keeps you in cycles. Mm -hmm. And I was going through these reoccurring events and it was the same thing every day. And it was up until that point where I was like, you know what? My foundation is in Christ. Mm. And, you know, I will put my hope, my trust in him. Uh, he is my solid foundation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like trees, I'm rooted in him. Mm. So no matter what comes my way, I will get through it. Oh, that's good. That's good. And that is my takeaway. That is your takeaway. Man, you are preaching. <laughs> Pass the collection plate. <laughs> His cash app is. <laughs> but no, thank you, Jalen, so much for being here, taking the time out to speak to the people about, once again, one of the most challenging, th challenging things that we face after we graduate. Um, but with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and stay tuned. You guys can follow us on all platforms. You can follow us on Instagram. Follow us on uh, Facebook. And just follow us on YouTube. Once again, that's my government name, Jessica Gonder. And yeah, just stay tuned for what's next. Next week, we have another surprise guest. So you will not want to miss it. Be blessed.